Welcome back to Normies Like Us, the podcast that reminds you it's hip to be square. This is your last chance, Normies. You take the blue pill, the podcast ends, you wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want to believe. Take the red pill, you stay in Wonderland, and I'd show you just how deep the normie hole goes. Remember, we're offering you The Matrix on Normies Like Us. The Matrix is everywhere. It is the world that has been pulled over your eyes. I know Kung Fu. I've never seen anyone move that fast. Tell me what it is. He is the one. Hello, Neil. Who are you? Always human. Dodge this. You heard it up top. Welcome back to Normies Like Us, the podcast that reminds you it's hip to be square. And we are jacking in. We're picking up the phone. We're learning kung fu. We're taking the red pill because we are waking up to the truth. And that truth is that we are all in the Matrix. On Normies Like Us with your host, uh, Mr. Collington. Oh, Michael Anderson was going to be my Joe, a runner. <laughs> uh, and this is uh, the one... It's me. The one. one. It's me. Oh my Jay God! Cobb Thank you for being on I our. I couldn't think um, of a good. I can never think of one for. This one's for a hard Jacob. one. It's, it's I couldn't hard. either. Yeah. I like the reference to the premieres of people <laughs> dressing up. Joe Runner. <laughs> I'm a sentinel. Sentinel agent. It's great. Yeah. You haven't seen that video? Yeah. Check it out. So yeah, check it out. The Matrix fever that once. Um, Struck the entertainment industry during the uh, early to mid 2000s is now back. New trailer for the Matrix 4, the Matrix 4X, whatever you want to call it, coming out soon. So we're here to talk the original trilogy, the the legendary Matrix. Pretty groundbreaking stuff, right, guys? Yeah, I think so. I mean, this is a big one, Mike. This is a big, big series. Our age group, you know. Only 90 kids remember that mm-hmm. when the Y2K that was the Matrix happened to the movies, everything changed. Um, and I think it's one yeah. of those things where, you know, we're going to be talking about it. It's kind of hard to come at an original angle. So many people have said so many things about the Matrix. So many people know so many things about, well, you know, it was supposed to be Will Smith and Sean Connery or, you know, all the weird behind the scenes stuff. But I'm like, I'm like super excited to talk matrix talk another keanu reeves i mean we talked yeah uh, uh johnny mnemonic on this podcast before this is the better johnny mnemonic episode True. and this we, has ties to that we have danced around this episode so much we did a wild wild west episode we did mm-hmm. uh you know a cyberpunk episode and here we are at what should have been uh will smith's cyberpunk epic but instead we That's got right. the king himself king keanu of the cyberpunk the king of cyberpunk yeah, he is. Yeah, T- twenty seventy seven. We talked Keanu and Will Smith. Instead of being cyberpunk, went steampunk. So everything worked out in the end, I guess. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, that's right. And you know, last uh, couple of years, we we did kind of the summer blockbuster eras with the Spielberg Jaws. That the kind of evolution of that Independence Day this year, kind of taking it to this big event film. And I think the Matrix is like ninety nine, and then you're starting to get these trilogies and sequels going on, and it kind of changed, you know, the aesthetic with all the kung fu and the stylish gunplay so the, the matrix in a lot of ways is the linchpin of this next era 
kind of a, a blockbuster filmmaking. So kind of continuing the summer tradition for us as we are into September, but it's still hot as heck. And for uh, sure. <laughs> wrapping up what, before spooky season. I, you know, I'm all here for the matrix. I got my uh, matrix hacker get up on. Hell yeah. uh, I don't have any cool sunglasses that just clip on your nose and I don't have a trench coat, <laughs> but uh, I got my leather jacket and my sunglasses. I'll tell you what, I am sweating. It is very hot. <laughs> you're you're either in the, matrix in the Matrix or you're uh, one of those cool cats, one of the two. Yeah. <laughs> if you've I was never say, watched... You're as sweaty yeah. as someone who's about to go to an orgy at Zion. Uh, that's that's right. exactly yeah. what you're looking like right looking now, buddy. I'm not sure if that's rain on the ground or just sweat. <laughs> it's, everything is wet. Um but yeah, we're we're doing the Matrix. What's uh, let's do a quick history of our uh, history with the Matrix. I mean, I remember being pretty excited for it, watching it in the theaters. But my strongest memories with these movies is we had a projector at our home. You know, in, in Ohio in the winter, it gets dark at like four four thirty. You know, so we would always watch double features. You know, my dad likes movies a lot, so I just remember always watching the Matrix and the Matrix Two back to back. Three didn't get quite as much play, but at home video, constantly kind of watching these over and over. Totally. Um, once they were on home video. So, yeah, for me. That's my experience. Agent Jacob, yeah, please. You know, <laughs> I saw the first Matrix whenever I saw it as a kid. I don't think I saw it in theaters, but whenever I did get to see it, at that point, I'm pretty sure it was like the greatest movie I'd ever seen. Uh, because, you know, I hadn't seen that many movies, but it's a great movie. So I was like, holy shit, this is the greatest thing I've ever seen. But I also thought Phantom Menace was like the greatest thing I'd ever seen like nine months <laughs> earlier. So. But, uh, and then, you know, I love Reloaded as well. Uh, Revolutions, like you said, a little bit less play. That one never really quite sticks with me. I kind of forget everything that happens in that movie for some reason. But I rewatched them all this weekend. So I watched all three this weekend, and that was a good old time. And those are on HBO Max now, That's right. right. HBO yeah. Max. That's right. Space Jam reminded us that they own that. Just in time you? for the new movie to come out. Uh, yeah, perfect, yeah. Uh, you know, I didn't have to do any research for this because uh, they were rewatched just a couple weeks ago. It was one of those, oh, these movies are on uh, HBO. It's been a million years. I'm going to sit down. I'm going to watch the whole trilogy. When I was a kid, I, I did not see the first one in theaters, but I remember... Uh, oh, wow. Both the second ones being like, all right, I know they're rated R, but mom, you got to buy me a ticket and me and my buddy Daniel Calhoun and Alex Guest are going to go watch The Matrix, which is like the last one's like four to six hours long or something like that. So, um, <laughs> but yeah, I'm, I'm a fan of them. Gung Fu. Who, who doesn't love uh, who doesn't love Keanu? I know Gunfu, yeah, and it's uh, I think the second and third one that came out the same year, so maybe the reason yeah. the third one didn't land is it was like maybe a little too soon, but we'll, we'll get yeah. into that. Colin, yeah. how about you? Fucking amazing, Joe. The Randy Brooks trick, my father of I, I can't take you to this first movie in theaters because it's kind of too adult. We'll rent it. R. Your dumb mom doesn't have to know about that, <laughs> and then. I'll take you to see the second and third one because you have built up interest. That's the Austin Powers. You know, that's that's kind of how he did all those. Yeah. Um, same thing. You know, maybe saw it too young. I don't know. Maybe this was our perfect prime time for it, guys. Internet. The color green. Karate. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, going inside the internet, which was something like we all still probably had dial-up at our home. Like, I really want people to like yeah, think about 100%. that and stuff. Yeah, man. So, well, I think it, it was, was 1999. You know, it was like yeah, I had an AOL <laughs> disc. And when I saw that at like you know age eleven or twelve or whatever, it was probably the first 
cyberpunk type kind of movie that I'd ever really seen. So it was kind of like a whole new genre. And I was like, holy shit, I, I like computers. I like all this stuff. This is this is cool. So, yeah. Nice. Yeah, we'll definitely dive into kind of some of the influences once we get into it proper. The last thing I want to ask you, this is critical. Speaking of 90s technology movies and aesthetic specifically, what holds up better? The Matrix aesthetic, trench coats, glasses, a lot of leather, animal skin, or... The hacker's aesthetic with Matthew Lillard. <laughs> like, Rash which, guards. Which should come back? Yeah, which uh, should come back? I don't know. Well, you guys know what killed Matrix. the Matrix look was Columbine. No joke. Like the, yeah. the trench coat yeah. look and everything and the sunglasses. And it just, no, it Colin, just completely stopped it. You're absolutely right mm-hmm. about that. Actually, the Matrix came out March 99, I think. The Columbine happened in April of 99 so that that there was that golden month where wearing trench coats black trench coats was super cool and then all of a sudden it wasn't that cool and like but popping yeah. an airsoft gun out you know like again you gotta think <laughs> yeah. about the times there was no netflix we were iming each other putting on black trench coats shooting each other with airsofts and then yes. yeah tragedy jake <laughs> oh my god and the series kind of i guess deals with that change too i mean this was a pre-Columbine, pre-9-11 world, and the series then exists post those two, you know, tragedies. So, um, I mean, it's it's a huge pop culture thing, like we said, kind of a big uh, event movie. So I say we just jack right into it. Let's, <laughs> let me rephrase that. But let's go. It's time to talk ah. The Matrix. <laughs> Norris, I guess. We're back. Scrolling green code is flashing across our eyes as we enter (laughs) the Matrix, Um, a completely original world and idea that if it was pitched in current day Hollywood, they would say that's a miniseries. But instead, what we got post bound the directorial debut of the Wachowski siblings in 1996 Mm -hmm. was a 600 page manuscript comic book original idea that combined the things exactly like we said philosophy science humanity love self-identity a theme they're very much interested in Mm -hmm. um the internet kung fu anime every influence that sort of hadn't been touched yet rolled into an original idea that they got the green light at new line cinemas to go ahead and make but before we get there, I just I just want to start. Do you guys like Wachowski movies? Joe, are you a Wachowskis fan? Uh, out. I don't know. That's tough. I like Bound. I think Bound is fun. Um, Speed Racer is debut. Oak. Yeah, well, fantastic debut. Uh, you know, there's some like really fun performances in there. I think it really nails like camp. Um, I like The Matrix. Speed Racer, I think, is okay. So I, yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't dislike their their movies. I Jupiter guess. Ascending. Oh, I don't like that one. No, I don't, I don't know. I, I think they're they're so hit or miss because it's either like they're going to go all in on what they're doing, and you're either going to love it or you're not. Yeah, mm. that's true. I think Speed Racer is a very underrated movie. I think it's a great movie. Uh, visually, it's you know totally on another level. So I'd say 
rewatch that one if you haven't seen it in a while because I think it's great. It's been a minute. I mean, that's the other element that like we haven't really to add in there as well is the advancements in camera technology. I mean, they were so interested in doing things that had never been done on screen before, and that's kind of gone through uh, their whole career. I think with with uh, Reloaded, they couldn't even do some of the stuff they wanted to do with the techniques that they were using in Matrix. So they actually had to do more digital stuff for the like the scene where he fights a bunch of Agent Smiths. Like they couldn't do that with the original bullet time technology. So they're constantly trying to, you know, make new breakthroughs and stuff. But I think some of their later stuff like Cloud yeah. Atlas, Jupiter Ascending, it's a little out there. But like they're always kinda out there and um they always have interesting ideas, but the execution doesn't always work, I think is the main thing. And I guess if I throw my hat in the ring, um the Matrix one is probably my favorite Wachowski thing. Yeah. And then the other sequels are okay. I haven't seen Speed Racer, Cloud Atlas, but I have seen Sensate, like the TV series. Oh, yeah. And I love that show, and I wish it ran longer than it did. Wow. I'm shocked to hear that. I've not yeah. watched Sensate. Very expensive, awesome Netflix miniseries. I'd love to check it out. Mike. Filmed around the world. It's awesome. Uh, I'm sh- you haven't seen Speed Racer? You should watch that the second we get done. You, you would know, love that movie. Our friend, friend of the show, Kaida, yeah. That's his favorite movie of all time. Really? So. Favorite movie of Shout all time. Shout out, dude. So, he loves it. He's been yelling at me to watch it for years. I think I'm just not to piss him <laughs> off specifically, but... I'll have to check it out. It's great. Um, and it also really is an anime the fan. spirit of like the original anime and stuff too. So. Oh yeah. 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 But how about you, Colin? Fan of the Wachowskis works beyond the matrix yeah. or the matrix and beyond. Yeah. Well, yeah. You know, and again, we're going to talk about it, but this, the cycle that we're on of, of rebirth of those sequels too, of like, those are bad movies. No, actually they're underrated movies. No, actually they're genius movies. Okay. Relax. They're not great movies. <laughs> Actually, they're the best movies ever made are kind of where we're moving on these waves. I don't know personally where I'm at on those. Uh, Every time I read stuff about it, I'm like, oh, this character might potentially be the representation of a a Windows login screen. Okay, that's fascinating. (laughs) I don't know if that makes the movie better, but like it's something. And like Jacob said. I wish I used Clippy. (laughs) Oh, I wish I could. Come with me, Neo. It's Clippy. Uh, but like Jacob you said, help writing a document, yeah. there's always something there. You know, even I, I've I didn't I've missed a lot of them in theaters. I came to Jupiter Ascending later, Cloud Atlas later. They kind of bore me, but there's a lot of stuff in it that also really excites me. Right. Well, so they've always been really interested with philosophy, right? And I think that's like in the Matrix is that combination of over the top action sci-fi stuff, and then this philosophy, which may, most uh, like big budget blockbuster action movies don't have that kind of philosophical themes to them on that level what are right yeah yeah and you know we did our cyberpunk episode we talked about things like ghost in the shell which deals with like humanity and consciousness and can a robot be uh, is it conscious does it have a self you know identity so like they're taking off of that and you know kind of techno horror of like an akira a lot of that stuff inspired this and that's Philosophy is a big part of those kind of properties. They had literally a 600-page manga, as Colin said, like storyboards yeah. drawn. I think when I saw you know, it... So there's, there's a lot of influence from that realm, yeah, too. Yeah, when I saw it as a kid, I was like, this is the greatest movie I've ever seen. And it's also the deepest movie. I don't understand it because I'm fucking 12, but... But I know it's mind. special. I know yeah. it's something. 
I mean, I think like... Well, they're dealing with the cave. Yeah. yeah. You know, the cave metaphor yeah. and a lot of stuff like that. If you look at Bound to the Matrix too, like it really is a, a transition that you can see. Like the first Matrix, and I think the reason it's like more special, at least to me, than than the sequels, is it kind of has like a, a, a tech noir feel to it. Like there is like yeah. more of oh, a mystery yeah. to it, which is what you get in Bound is kind of like a... Mm you know, more of a slow burn mystery movie. And then you just get those elements put into a big budget action movie. So I think so it was a nice I, transition for them. Yeah. Nice. But I give my opinions on the three movies. We'll see if we have a kind of consensus. Oh, please. On this. You want to run it down? Yeah, yeah, I think we might pretty it. much agree. Uh, but basically the first one, oh, obviously okay. <laughs> it's, you know, a stone cold classic, you know, Boom. masterpiece, but, uh, Reloaded, I think, is pretty. It's a pretty good movie. It's much bigger in scale and budget, I think, but uh, it has some really memorable scenes. But it's not as good as the first one. And then the third one for me is kind of the most disappointing, and it's much more generic action movie. And I always just kind of forget a lot of stuff that happens. Well, when the Ewoks show up, oh, I'm sorry, <laughs> wrong, wrong trilogy. Yeah, well, it deals right, a lot right. with the, the real world stuff, which is less interesting to me, and it kind of just becomes like a Terminator type action movie or something. Yeah. Well, is that even the real world, right? Yeah, that's true. Okay. The ending is pretty controversial. But deep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's also... So, um, you guys agree with I, that kind of assessment? Yeah, I, I think that makes sense. And this is like, that is where Sean Connery wasn't supposed to show up in the first movies. He was supposed to play the architect, not the, the mm-hmm. Morpheus role. So what? he would have been... Oh, okay. I think Val you know, Kilmer, Val gonna Kilmer be, was going to be yeah. Morpheus. What? And Will, Will Smith, Smith and was going to be uh, Neo. And then Sean Connery would have been his last role, the architect, but instead he did uh, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen because he did oh, not understand God. the script for The Matrix sure. uh, well, Revelation. Video... Which, which, you know, I can't blame him for not understanding mm-hmm. that. Yeah. No, Joe, there's a video of Will Smith talking about like how the Wachowskis pitched it to him. And he's like, man, so like, you know, there's going to be people like jumping and then like, they're going to like dodge bullets. They're going to be like spinning 360 spinning. And he's like, I just didn't understand any of it. So he says <laughs> wild, wild west instead. Yeah. He makes them sound like that dummies in that video. Like he's like, that <laughs> makes sense. I would imagine when they pitched it, yeah. it was probably like, here are some of the, you know, philosophies behind it. Here are the things we're thinking. But like when you listen to Will Smith say it, he's like, so you're going to jump in the air. You're going to stop. And then you're going to, like, kick. <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah. okay. Mm-hmm. Now, Whatever. I, I just even want to say before we jump in, 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 and the reason people are like, well, why are you guys so shocked to hear that, that a person would, you know, be explained the Matrix and it would go so poorly? Normies, if you're a little younger and it's like you're not as excited about this return to entering the Matrix that's coming up with the fourth one, you have to understand. Bullet time, you know, I know Kung Fu... Everything about this movie was parodied to death. I watched yeah. Scary Movie 3 last night. A third of that movie is a Matrix parody yeah. that just has totally. Eddie Griffin mm-hmm. and Queen Latifah just Queen playing Latifah the Oracle is, uh, and Morpheus. Yeah. Why? I think so. Why? The I mean, Matrix. think about the Charlie's Angels even. You know what I mean? Like that, yes. uh, that was the aesthetic of every movie for that time period. Colin, to me, and the Matrix Max has... Pain, um, bullet time. Yeah. yeah. Good. It has... Uh, a new hope syndrome where it's been so 
it's so in- influential to so much things that came after it that it, when you watch it, if you don't know like that it came first, you think like, oh, this is like derivative of other stuff. But it's actually, yeah, it is derivative of some stuff. But it's like was it influential of an entire aesthetic for like fifteen years, right? And Jacob, it's yeah. so into the mythos of the Joseph Campbell, the chosen one, literally calling their hero the one. I ask you guys this. Is this the first meta piece of fiction we've ever seen? That literally Neo, by the second movie, realizes he's a character in a story that continuously plays out with a role that he has to play. Mm. That's mind-blowing. the never-ending story. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, sure. maybe on this scale and, and into that representation. Absolutely. But the other, the other thing that, like, if you're younger and you're like, I don't get why you guys are so excited about this. We also didn't have, like, Elon Musk saying we live in a simulation all the time. Like, that theory simulation was not something that was theory. popular. This was like, oh, what if we are in the Matrix? And now, like, you got, you know, that guy smoking weed on Joe Rogan's podcast and being like, yeah, no, we were definitely in the matrix. So like, I well, mean, it's, it's yeah, gotten so a, deep. There is a popular like philosophical theory that like actual philosophers believe that like we are living in a simulation now and we don't even realize it. And that's like a statistically probable thing <sighs> that could be happening, but we just don't know. Yeah. But that is so oh, much right. more and mainstream this, than it was tr- in yeah, 1999. Definitely. Yeah, in 99, this introduced the general public to the idea of what if we lived in a simulation, and it blew everybody's little freaking minds. Right. And uh, now, yeah, it's a lot more commonplace. Even the idea of red-pilling someone and shit like that that we see, the blue pill, red pills, iconography from the Matrix. I mean, it's it's really affected societies in ways that are, like, imperceivable almost at this point. But it really had an impact. And we didn't even know, you know, at the time of the the whole, you know, trans allegory of it all, too, where you have... That was, like, particularly striking when I was rewatching the first one. Like, the whole uh, Morpheus speech when he's like, do you ever have that feeling in your mind, like, something's not quite right, but you don't know what? Like, it's so obvious now, looking back, that what what, you know, the themes that were there, right? Yeah, and like I mean, they were gonna lean into that more. I think there was gonna be a character who was like a, a yeah, male I was or a switch. And then the character a, switch, yeah, yes. opposite gender switch, was gonna yep, be literally yes. code switching. Yep. Yeah. Um, so the, it's interesting to yeah, go back and kind of see um, the, the trail that was laid by by them through these yeah. movies, and we um, know it was you know made by two trans women who you know we didn't know that at the time. So it's very interesting looking back on it now. Hmm. Yeah, it layers. There's tons of layers to this movie. Like I said, very, it's deep, it's philosophical, but it also has a, whoa, I know Kung yeah. Fu. So. It also has, so, like, um, you know, all of these great action sequences. There's even, like, some body horror elements in there. Like, the first one stands aside because it is almost, I would argue, a different genre than the second two. It's like, the second two yeah, are Hollywood yeah. blockbusters. The first one is kind of like, hey, I wonder if we can get away making, like, this weird kind of, like, video game-esque movie. Totally, yeah. It has that indie sensibility huh. where it's like, you know, they had a, probably a decent budget, but it wasn't the, the scale that Reloaded was. Um, the action scenes were all pretty, like, limited, but, like, it was good good choreography but um it really felt yeah like more like an indie noir type of movie well I mean, one, one of the know, most tense scenes in the movie is him being like guided out of an office building and not getting caught like that yeah. is nothing compared to fighting 50 <laughs> agents you know mission, what i mean right. 
Yeah, Colin, what I was, were you it's say? this perfect blending of Fincher's Fight Club, you know, the the rage against the working class, you know, the the just, you know, being stuck in the mundane and then the Cronenberg horror like Joe saying where halfway through you're like Oh wait, no! They're oh no! Like halfway through, well, he can't be inside goo? like a machine and goo. Yeah. Yeah. Oh no! Or when his mouth yeah, disappears. I mean, I mean like there's there's the, the first one's got those belly button and shit. The bug yeah. is fucking scary as shit. Yeah, yeah. It's like like some of that early Japanese cyberpunk, like Tetsuo the Iron Man, like that techno horror, body horror. It's really pulling on a lot of stuff, but a lot of people have never seen anything like that. Certainly not in mainstream Hollywood. Combining it all together, and then with that hero's journey, literally, you're taking the first steps into a larger world, you know, Obi-Wan speech. But that's literally what's happening here, and they're introducing so many cool concepts. Yeah. Um, the fighting is good, but it's scaled down, like the kung fu fight in the dojo, or even the final action scene with Morpheus tied up. It's like just in that one room with some water, yeah, that's it. a helicopter, you know, nothing too crazy. But it's so effective. What, what what else do we like? You know, Joe, what, what else stands out to you about the first Matrix? The first one for me, it's really the mystery. It is the the double crosses. It's the intrigue of the world. Uh, yeah. That's really what sold mm. me on the Matrix. Like, I don't even need so many of the, like, gung fu scenes, to be honest. Like, that's kind of when the movie becomes less interesting to me is when he's, like, fully accepted it until you get the moment where he's, like, the final fight is just him blocking. It's just like, oh, check it out. I know how to block quickly now. Does he have his arm behind his he does, back? Yeah, he has one arm behind his so back, and he's just it, like, right? you know, waving his arm. Um, yeah, but like, no, yeah, for, for me, when, it's that mystery, like that that noir I agree, feeling. I agree. Yeah, the more the world kind of gets expanded in the later movies, the less intriguing it gets because you understand more. You see more of the real world. You see the machine city at the end, and it's like, okay, well, I understand what's going on now. But when you're first getting introduced to the whole concept of the Matrix and everything, it's super, super interesting. Yeah, the world building is just top-notch colin what do you what do you like about the first Matrix? it's i mean you know you can't compliment it enough the world building coupled with that writing creates strong characters right you like everybody in this movie you like trinity you like carrie ann moss and stuff the casting though mm-hmm. you know nailing it out of the park joey pantoliano you just understand yeah. why he's gonna betray them <laughs> hugo weaving you understand this What's drive that he's this monster inside the matrix um, mm-hmm. Keanu, I mean, let's talk about it. Doing Johnny Mnemonic, a cyberpunk about people in suits in a dystopia being plugged in and having their brain upload to the internet. You know, we we keep saying, what if these other people, it couldn't have been anyone else. Like, he's the only one who could hear that pitch and be like, I've already done that. I love that type of movie. What are right. you saying? You know, and it's... they just hooked up the internet at my house last week. <laughs> if you think about the first Matrix and you put Will Smith in there, and he even says this in that little video, it wouldn't work because I would never think yeah. that there was a sense of danger. I would never it's think men in like black. yeah, it actually yeah, becomes the comedy with the straight man. Joe. Yeah. yeah, like think... him sneaking mm. out of an office building, I'd be like, well, yeah, of course he's gonna get out. He's Will Smith, but like Keanu Reeves, right. like I had, he was Bill and from Bill and Ted at that point. You know what I mean? I think Keanu, yeah, to me. his, I mean, he's not like an amazing actor, but I think the strength of his acting is that actually he's kind of like a blank slate in this movie where he's kind of like the story is kind of happening to him and he's just kind of kind of got to like go along with it. He doesn't know where it's going and he kind of plays that character well. Ja- I want to harp on that, Jacob, and I'm so sorry to jump and say, you yeah. know, Keanu, mm-hmm. 
he's not good. He's not bad. He's exactly what you said. He's he's an actor who is so specific to when he is. He can't be in a period piece like Dracula. It does not make sense. He cannot appear in that type of movie. He can be a surfer dude sometimes, right. but can be John the, Wick. The every man with a, a past. The the John Wick. Why it works so well with the Neo, the John Anderson, the Mister Anderson of it all is mm-hmm. his, he has he has really sad eyes. He's got he's just got a lot of sadness inside of him, unfortunately. Yeah, and they covered him in all that goo. <laughs> yeah. Um, Sad goo. He's the perfect character for this, and maybe this will be a good transition to two, but it's like he starts out as like this blank slate that's learning about, you know, it's the audience insert. We're learning about the world through this character who's never experienced it before. We're getting the information as he gets it. And it's super exciting and intriguing, like the mystery, but by the end, the one. he becomes yeah. God. <laughs> And then at that He's point, like so the sequels at that point that he doesn't have any emotions, become much yeah. less yeah interesting to me as an audience because he's so overpowered. It's like where do we take this character? We we created the invincible. Super, yeah. I think that's one uh, weakness of yeah, and that's the challenge. Yeah, so. the Wachowskis directing their probably biggest weakness is they don't direct uh, emotions well, like actors giving emotions. Like all the performances are kind of very like like not i don't want to say flat but like they're very just like um emotionless you know the way they kind of just kind of give their speeches to each other and stuff in the matrix everyone's almost so stoic yeah. like specifically like in this Morpheus. franchise because they're so cool has, like, a, dog yeah yeah <laughs> True. i think they're inherently sad i just think it's so different i think why channing tatum doesn't work in those jupiter movies is because he's inherently kind of just like mopey and dumb and everybody in the Matrix is just sad. I think that's why it works. Well, yeah. I, th- I think by the time you get to the second one, too, like the first one, you know, Jacob, you said it has a new hope sy- uh, syndrome. I would say the Matrix Re- Reloaded is the anti The Empire Strikes Back. Like, mm. One, like instead of killing Obi Wan, he gets to do like even more kick ass stuff. Uh, and this time he has a katana and he's, you know, oh, yeah. really like one of the heroes. And two, right. like, like you said, like Neo is just like, yep, I'm a superhero now. I wasn't before, but now I am. Uh, and it's not like, you know, we don't really see the training ever. It just kind of clicks with him and he downloads it all at once. Yeah, well, his yeah. arc is kind of over by the end of The Matrix. Whereas I think the the emotional arc more becomes the Trinity Neo love connection and like Neo realizing that he has to like, um, you know, either make make a choice whether like Trinity will live or die or whatever. So that kind of gives him some kind of arc because otherwise he's already like ascended to, to godhood, like you said. So he has nowhere to go from there. You know, I think we had the notes, Colin, this Batman took a a page from this but that reminds me a lot of choose harvey dent or your girlfriend right true like neo yeah. has to, the only thing he can do as a god is learn that oh, even yeah. with unlimited powers you can't save everyone right right so i guess that's i still think you know reloaded it has some really good scenes and some really good action it's like like i said the scale is much bigger we see zion the city and everything and the scale of it um yeah I like Reloaded because to to counter what you guys are saying about Neo's uh, arc, right? 
or where he can go. Yeah. He ascends in the matrix to the highest level. He reaches level 100. He gets full experience. Mm-hmm. He learns Kamehameha and everything else, right? <laughs> yeah, the level cap. <laughs> the flip is when he comes out to Zion, he's the fish out of water. It's him on Earth. They say it's been so many, you know, so long since he came out. Oh, how are you adjusting still? Oh, it's interesting. I'm dating Trinity. I've got this young kid who kind of likes me as a mentor. I don't really know how to be a person because I'm the freshest person here. I, I kind of like that. Ah, huh, yeah, okay. You do get, like, I think I like those elements. One thing I don't like, though, is when you just start meeting new characters in the second one, it just feels like... Okay, a well, lot of characters in The stuff movies. you like from the first one... We're done with that now. So here's like Jada Pickett Smith right. and like a bunch of other characters who like weren't around before. <laughs> and that's right. Like, well, they kind of oh, had okay. to. Other captains, you know, so many yeah. of the, the crew members of the uh, Nebuchadnezzar died in the Matrix. Right. Basically, everyone died except for the three mains. So you kind of had to replace them with someone. So they kind of we get all these Zion characters, um, and you get some backstory with like. Tank and Dozer from from the first one. They're, I think Tank it's their brother Dozer. who's uh, Michael from Lost uh, in this one. Oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> nice. And you get like some some backstory with uh, his his wife and her sister or whatever. I don't know, but yeah, uh, there's yeah, there's some stuff there. It, Mike, tell us what what is your favorite part of Reloaded? Do you like Reloaded? I, what I like about Reloaded is the freeway scene. Yes. That's Reloaded, right? The semi-truck. Yes. Yes. I mean, that's when I first, like, we built a mile and a half of freeway to do this. And they actually had a stunt person driving against traffic on a motorcycle and, like, all this crazy stuff. And just seeing, again, like, the first Matrix broke so many technical barriers. We're we're only a couple years removed from Jurassic Park. So where we could go with computer-generated stuff really got pretty far and Reloaded. They did find right. a way to step it up. So I like the scale of the action. You get the many Smiths in Reloaded as well. Yes. So. Those are the two big action set pieces that are both like technologically were just For the super time, uh, innovative. Maybe the, yeah. the all CG Smiths doesn't hold up, but just the idea of like, yeah, you've but just the idea of it does. Yeah. How about 80? Considering, you know, it was filmed in like, it came out in 2003. It was filmed in like 2001. Like, you know, it's not going to look perfect now, but uh, it still holds up pretty well. Although and this I, is I, a virus. No, oh, yeah. yeah. You get the you get the two the white guys, right? The, the white guys with dreadlocks. The, the, the albinos. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, the ghosts. I like that uh I like that we're getting new villains. I think that's pretty interesting that mm. you're you're really going all in with the Colin, like you said, like you know, these people are Microsoft Office and that's Clippy and like, oh yeah, these two are like computer viruses. Like, I get that. That's cool. <laughs> It is a little like they introduce like like the Merovingian. It's like he's a program. Well, what does he do? He kind of is just like a rich guy in the Matrix. <laughs> well, like it feels, you know, like, it's like if you get to a certain level in the Matrix, they'll just give you your like your own domain, and you can just yeah. kind of do shit. Your there. own title. Yes. Like, yeah, well, they, they say you know these are programs. What is their purpose now? It's not very well explained, like what so, what he's, he's all about. I guess. You pass the butter. Tron logic. <laughs> the Merovingian the and the Architect are three of the oldest programs ever in the version of the Matrix, right? And you're okay. like, cool, okay, what does that mean? And then by the third yeah. one, when we meet the little Indian girl who's just a little girl, and they're like, I made this program, I was fucking around. Right. I'm MS Paint, she's Adobe Photoshop. Uh, we fucked More Clippy powerful. into life. Clippy can't exist. Yeah, we, yeah, you gotta get out of here. You're just like, what the fuck? I guess I yeah, forgot, so it's yeah. Like, 
<laughs> it's not explained well because like programs just live in the matrix alongside humans but it like if they don't have a purpose then the agents want to delete them that's true uh, I, and i i got yeah. i got two notes yeah the the um my favorite program in the matrix too is um monica belushi um <laughs> and after that the the idea is the first one was very philosophical confusing but like it makes sense if you really think about it the second yeah. one it just starts escalating the levels of like well, well they have to fill in right? the the backstory the world building of everything like the first movie could have been a self-contained movie and it probably would have been yes. perfect that way but by expanding it into a series they had to fill in a lot like we had to see zion we had to know what's going on in the real world we had to see all this other backstory of how the matrix was created Quid and, all that and, well, and that kind of becomes the the hard part right because like Mm-hmm. It feels like all of that is tacked on after the fact, but we know yes. that they had a 600 page manuscript for all of this, <laughs> but right. because it's like that introduced even a little bit in the first one, it just feels like, oh, okay, that's, that's what these movies are now. We need, we need but, something to do with the sequels. Yeah. Joe on page 20 of that 600, are they going and the second matrix, it was all vampires and spooky things. Cause people were like too happy in the first one. So that's why the people are ghosts. And then in the third one, it's like, like Frankenstein. And you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> that's all stuff you find in the matrix online. You know, this, these okay. supplemental video game material things. Yeah. And there's like, one this scene is madness in reloaded where there's, where, it's uh, Monica Bellucci, like the wife of the Merovingian, right? She's saying like, oh, these two guys are like old right? programs. Yeah. They can only be killed with silver Goddess bullets. So I just put that together. That they were right? supposed to be wo- wo- wolfmen or something. Uh, or yeah. <laughs> Why does that make sense? It's my mind. I didn't know that matrixes. Yeah. So we understand yes. all right, from the first movie, the purpose of the matrix is to give human brains something to do. So they think they're in a reality while we use them as battery. Right. Okay. Right. Just put them Which, in a reality. Fine. Yeah. And then at one point they did make a spooky werewolf Frankenstein vampire <laughs> one. I don't know why. Do you, do you get more battery if they're scared all the time? Like, <laughs> that was the experiment because the first yeah. one was heaven. They're is what to they say. It, it, it made oh. them too happy. And people had no. So let me ask yeah. you this: This Office is job. all information <laughs> that we get. From the architect in uh, the end of number two. Yeah. yeah. Uh, George Carlin and Scary Movie, as Joe said, it could have been. supposed to be Sean Connery, yeah. Uh, the, now, what this guy is saying, did you understand this stuff the first time you watched oh, this movie? That no way. Neo Absolutely was not. resetting <laughs> you know, together existence? right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Explain Neo's kind of thing, <laughs> Colin. Well, the, the way the, Neo yeah. keeps oh, yeah. reincarnating, and his job yes. is. He's part of the Matrix, and he's, he's supposed program, to seem like the Messiah. Essentially. Yeah. And his job is to, like, reboot the Matrix every once in a while, basically, and destroy Zion and then rebuild. And he chooses people to rebuild Zion and the whole cycle starts over again. So he's like an keeps... inevitability. So it's like it's every yeah. once in a while this thing just pops up. We let it do its well, thing. Because there's always going to be the rebellious people that need something to do. So it's like yeah. what we find out is basically the real world is another level of the Matrix for rebellious people to keep them, like, occupied. But they're just in a deeper Matrix. Is that number two? We get that in number three. Because he gets the choice of Uh, what are you going to do? And Neo, as the ultimate version of the one, does what none of them have ever done before. He chooses love. He chooses not to choose an answer. He leaves and goes after Trinity, setting up for further rebellion, a.k.a. revolutions. 
Revolution. So these yeah. these came out in the same year, and then in between them, can you believe that, Joe? <laughs> it's insane. The it's year insane, of the Matrix, but also they like they were it. shot at the same time. I think it's too. it's Fear Street. It's what Dune should have been. Yeah. It's it's what we've talked Lord about. Lord of the Rings. Yeah, yeah. Lord of the Rings. Um, but, but those were years apart in Matrix. release schedule. Yes. Yeah. Does anyone want to yeah. explain the plot of that to me? Did anyone play that game other than me? Because I played Enter that the Matrix. game. Enter the Matrix, I, yeah. That's where he plays Jada Pinkett Smith and Ghosts. Niobe. Right? Yes. I watched the videos. It's it's. I'm not kidding. There's so much. Just put it into YouTube, Normies. There's I've a seen the full scene where one hour. I feel thing. it's like the Rogue One of the Matrix, where they're like getting some important data out sure. of the Matrix to. Morpheus and his crew, like the the location of the okay, water, yes. some shit. So like they so have when to get this new the Death Star plans out. That's like when the, the new Matrix. trailer came out online. People were all talking about like, oh, this cutscene from this video game where Morpheus is killed by some random assassin. That's apparently canon. That's the Matrix Online. Yeah, two okay. different video games. Enter gotcha. the Matrix, sort of, and uh, J- Jacob. Third I person action PlayStation. Because two. I want to talk about this. Yeah. But just Joe, the the merchandisability of there's an animated movie called The Animatrix and a video game that's canon. That will then start Ooh. that wave of why when I saw Hugh Jackman's Van Helsing, did I also have to buy the animated movie prequel that came with it and then play the video game that was also a tie-in? Well, that's the third version of The Matrix is the Van Helsing world. <laughs> right. I wish. Well, first of all, in Colin, that one. Yeah. First of all, yeah. the Animatrix is the shit. Matrix. Yeah. It is. The Animatrix is great. It's a... Uh, uh, a, what is it called? A compilation? Yeah. Anthology. Oh, the Anthology. Yes. Yeah. yeah. The Animatrix was awesome. I had the box set DVD of yeah. the yes. whole Matrix series when I was a kid, and it had the Animatrix. I, it's like Jay, what, I want to confess this right now. now Randy yeah. Brooks, my dad, we've had them all on DVD, you know, staples growing up, including the Animatrix. I have the Blu-rays myself of all these films. I also have purchased the digital copies and watched them every time they go on a streaming platform, just apropos wow. nothing. These, wow. are, these are just staples of our lives, guys. I'm sure you yeah. all had them. Yeah, so, and I well, guess... I remember just even going on, like, E-Bomb's World and stuff and just watching, you know, Flash cartoons that were just people inspired Doing bullet by the Matrix time and to, like, shit. make yes. fan fiction and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I guess kind of where we've we've turn this car into we've taken a little detour to like yeah all the supplemental materials and i think it's important to talk about because it's like we have they're shooting both movies back to back as we said they were shooting the cutscenes for the video game and had live action cutscenes with jada pinkett smith and stuff oh, in wow. the game so like it's canon right but you get these know that. extra matrix deleted movie. scenes essentially yeah um and then the animatrix which i love joe and colin you know you, you see this joe yeah, I saw this. And then, you know, Warner Brothers would go on to do this again with the Batman, Christopher Nolan Batman series, where in between Batman Begins and The Dark Knight, you had uh, Gotham Knights, which was, you know, a couple different anime directors making Why? shorts that were canon that in cool, that universe man. where they People covered like villains like uh, Killer Killer Croc and stuff like that. So and yeah, yeah. Doing they saw the success them. and they were like, we're doing it. Yeah, Star Wars Visions, and, and it ties the Matrix back to the manga and the anime influences that it came from. Any standouts real quick on the Animatrix? Like, I love the haunted house one. The kids discover a haunted house where they throw a bottle and it breaks, and then it reforms and comes back to their hand because the whole house is a glitch. 
And it's just don't remember that. It's just these kids exploring a weird glitch, yeah. and then the government coordinates it off, and then they never can go inside there again, and no one ever talks about that weird haunted wow. house. And it's just Mike, such a, a nice story. I remember skateboard kid who pulls himself out of the matrix. That's the and kid that I likes remember. Neo. Yes, in that's the, the exact. They tie him in to be mm-hmm. the live action kid. Um, and then, you know, because you learn that the mythology that the top of Earth is uninhabitable after a robot war. Yeah. I remember the robot uprising one. Yes. Too. Mm. That's one yep. thing I wish I uh, had a chance. To, I didn't have time to rewatch the Animatrix this weekend, but I watched the trilogy. So I wish I got to that, too. My last notable throughout, there's like a sword fighting one, you know, whatever. But there's one called Runner's High, I believe. And this Olympic sprinter, he runs so fast that he breaks through the constraints of the Matrix. Oh, like, shit. He's like pushing his body to the physical limits in the Matrix so much that he breaks through. It's a crazy... Uh, crazy scene but uh right. yeah just all this stuff that expands the world building that we love so much and then we get two sequels in the same year as we were kind of saying video games he also had the path of neo where you play as neo but that was more reliving moments from from the movies mm. well, i just wanted to mention that uh talking about the animatrix we're getting this star wars anime anthology now which yeah. to me is like the animatrix for star wars so i'm pretty psyched about that yeah, so, um, is coming very soon yeah mm-hmm. Yeah, one thing I, I I always wondered, and I think this was different when they were originally scripting it, but the humans as batteries thing never really made sense. I think that they should have had their brains should have been used for some kind of computational thing because that makes more sense. Because you don't really need like I feel like humans as batteries doesn't make sense as a concept, but I think that got changed because I think it was something else originally. But they wanted to they had to dumb it down for for audiences basically. Gotcha, gotcha. Well, you know, know anything about that? I mean, I'll buy the dumb down though. Like, machine use us as machine. Irony. Yeah, Yeah. right. What if humans? Why would you keep them? Why would you need to keep people happy and conscious to be used as a battery? Basically, it's complacency. It's the same thing you're saying about you know not wanting them to rise up. Are they really draining us? It's like at this point, it's like you know, what do I get out of my lizard in in a cage? It's like, well, you know, Kenny's Kenny's great. We love him, but you know, it's Uh, it's you know, what what are we doing with him? He's not charging my phone. That's for damn. (laughs) If he's if he's maybe he would if you put him in a haunted house. that's true. Yeah. Yeah. For the outside vampires. world. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I hope we get more Vampire Matrix in the new one, but we'll get to that later. Um, third movie, let's say. Let's let's get back into this main line. What is the... Because the third one... Yeah. It's, you know, the big fight in the rain. There's a robot baby fate. Like, it's the big final act, you know, but it's it's a it's a mess for me. Mm-hmm. I can hardly kind of distinguish it, you know. Yeah, Ooh, it's a, it's a disappointment. It doesn't have the uh, distinctive scenes that reload it. Like, reloaded, you know, I think of the the highway scene. I think of the, the rave in Zion intercut with Neo and Trinity fucking. That's a classic. Yeah. Uh, Revolu- or revolutions i can't really think of distinct scenes other than the final fight between i was gonna say the robot just going oh yeah but so much that's, of the big action stuff in the real world just isn't that interesting it feels kind of like a post it's like a 
knockoff post-apocalyptic type action movie. It just feels more generic than the rest of. It's just shades of of gray smashing against each other. Yeah. 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 Yeah, No, I would agree with that. Everything that I thought was memorable about the third one is the last five minutes of the second one. So yeah. Oops. (laughs) Well, that's what they came out the same year. They kind of blend together. And maybe that's why. Uh, there, there might have been fatigue like a little too soon and they were doing the year of the matrix they filmed them back to back like jacob said they they were like right it was probably an unexpected hit the first one and then warner brothers was like oh my god this anime gun milk shit it. yeah let's do more yeah, yeah. milk it Just, hard. You know, mm-hmm. looking at like kill bill one and two syndrome if people's reception to these last two matrices were what they were you almost wonder why they didn't just, you know, Matrix re-energized and just put them together and cut out all the stuff people don't like. To, right. to what Jacob's saying, the ending here, you're like, okay, you've split the party. People are defending Earth. Neo's defending other people. Some people are inside the Matrix still doing stuff. And then I'm dealing with characters like Bane, who's like the human <laughs> villain now and stuff. It's like, yeah. I don't give a shit about any of this fucking well, there's a shit. Lot of- yeah, there's a lot of uh, Zion characters that you don't really care about. I mean, the main plot is basically all these it, all these robots are trying to dig down into Zion to destroy it. Mm-hmm. We get way less ma- actually in Matrix stuff in this one. Like, uh, it's just not you know it's just not as interesting. And I never like the real world stuff as much. They don't get cool trench coats or anything. Yeah, a lot of torn white beards. Uh, you meet Cornell West. What's cool the uh, long johns? You got yeah. torn long johns plenty in the in this world. I hate it. Uh, Shaved right, heads, yeah. basically. Yeah. Yeah, it just feels like the, the Terminator future scenes, which I you know I don't really care about in Terminator. <laughs> you know, I want to see the present. Um, but you know, I guess they needed to wrap things up in a in a believable way. So I guess they had to provide closure, but yeah, it's kind of a mess. I agree. I mean, the big robot battle, uh, the second one is we're fighting a million agent Smiths. And then this one, it's like just one super powered Smith with his buddies watching. Right. It's like, yeah, just watch it's like cloud rain, yeah. versus Sephiroth. Yeah. But, but Mike, you know, number two has these characters, the Merovingian, the key master yeah. who we didn't even talk about, you know, the, the ghosts, oh, yeah. all these. And you're right. like, God, these fucking characters rock. Number three, again, you're like, oh, it's Agent Smith again. Oh, he's all inside a dude, I guess. And Bane. Oh, it's the Oracle. Yeah. Well, a couple of uh, fun facts about, well, not that fun, but about the casting. So obviously the original Just actress facts. for the Oracle, <laughs> <laughs> kind of sad facts. Um, the, the original actress for the Oracle died yeah. during between the first between the second and third one, so they recast her and kind of incorporated that. Maybe they'll into come into play with this. Uh, who knows? Reincarnated Morpheus. We'll talk about it more, but yeah, so that you know they had to adjust yeah. for that. And then two more casting facts that I have: uh, Jet Li was originally uh, they wanted him to be oh. Seraph, the uh, Oracle's the like guardian. guardian. But wow. he turned it down because he didn't want his he didn't want the action to be digital. Basically, he wanted to do it all practical, and they're like, "Oh, we got to do some digital stuff." Oh, wow! Like that. So a man of integrity he turned it down. He's yeah. not going to like his future, Jacob. <laughs> Based on the movies he ends up making, he's not well, going to be happy with one. that decision. <laughs> I love that movie. Come on, couldn't be in the Matrix. I, I think I'm about that movie own. all the time. Saw it in theaters. Yeah. Goes to other matrixes yeah. and beats the shit out of himself in each one. Yes. <laughs> yeah, okay. Why did you do that movie? And then my last, my last uh, fact, please. My last casting fact. This is another yes. sad fact, but <laughs> it is not sad facts fact. with Jacob. <laughs> <laughs> the character of Z, who is Link's wife, mm-hmm. 
uh, in Zion was originally played by Aaliyah, who, uh, you know, tragically died, uh, and they recast her, but she had actually shot some some of the scenes, so they reshot oh, wow. her scenes with the new actress. And so, damn, Queen of the Damned. Vampire Not Matrix. so fun facts. Yeah, yeah. Queen of the Damned. Yeah. And of course, we got Jada Pinkett Smith. We we My. almost had Will Smith in the first one. Now we have Jada. Yeah, Pinkett. wild. At least someone's getting the checks from the Matrix in the mail still. <laughs> the <laughs> yeah. Smith family. So that's Jacob's casting facts. Cool. Well, and uh, if we're ready to jump yeah. to it. Will also be talk, appearing yeah. in the fourth film, Jada Pinkett Smith. So, so returning mm-hmm. people, uh, normies. We have seen the trailer up to this point. We got more fun mini series planned for the upcoming winter mm-hmm. break, kind of like we do. Wink, wink. That might be yeah. a hint of a series we're going to do. So, we we're, we'll maybe do a Matrix Four episode, or maybe we'll talk about it in a, mm-hmm. a whatcha or something. But this is kind of the speculation zone. We've just seen the trailer. We have the facts that Keanu Reeves, Carrie Ann Moss, and Jada Pinkett Smith are returning. Confirmed. Ton of new cast, and like Mike just said, a new Morpheus. That's wink, what people wink, are speculating. We don't know the character's name. Right. I mean, he he look. He's got a Morpheus well, vibe. But Jacob, what's your take on this? Yeah. Go ahead. So, obviously, Lawrence Fishburne not confirmed to be in it, but I think they're kind of doing that on purpose to make it more of a surprise and he is actually going to be in it but i think (laughs) yeah um (laughs) but i think uh uh, yaya abdul mateen is playing a copy of morpheus some kind of uh program copy version of him like the oracle has a different form Uh yeah joe thoughts yeah controller um my my number one thought why is it not just called Matrix reboot. Like, Matrix reboot. I wish it was just called. I, I wish Matrix it was just rebooted. called reboot. Resurrections. Um, Bob yeah. and Dot Matrix come down and help him I break like out. Rebooted yeah, so oh, much. I'd be so. I'd be so happy. Um, yeah, I like. I think the trailer's interesting. Um, I really. I don't know, man. I don't know, man. I think it's going to be hard. I think it's going to be a hard pill to swallow. Nice. Uh, whether it's red or blue or. And I really hope they do this, just playing into that whole, like, culture that's been created using that terminology. Mm-hmm. I hope they add, like, a black pill and stuff like that. <laughs> More pills. <laughs> like, like, you, well, you, it's you really take the so black pill, it'll that, turn that, you into uh, a vampire. Yes. It's ironic that these, these, these right-wing internet people have sort of incorporated red pill uh, and stuff because it again it's a concept created by two trans women that probably you know would hate y- your ideology you, but, okay. yeah yeah um, yeah. yeah more pills but yeah like there's certain things in the trailer like i don't know like there's like the the, the triggered like joke in the beginning which i get isn't a joke but i don't know i'm worried that like you could be really on the nose in 1999 um i'm i'm worried it's gonna be a little too on the nose I'm I'm cautiously optimistic, but yeah, and we'll see. Yeah, Neil Patrick Harris, <laughs> we'll see. I hope he's the What's new it? Agent Smith. Oh man, but he's just very polite. Of course, yeah, and that's his whole he's thing. Like a thera- he's a therapist program within he's the Matrix. Trying to keep yeah, yeah, who kills yeah. you with kindness? Like keep an eye on Neo, right? Just just do your therapy. Right. Make sure he's not thinking any thoughts, right? But um. Uh, one note, and then I want to ask Colin what he thinks before I give my takes. Uh, only Lana Wachowski directing this returning. Um, so right. we'll see how that goes, right? This is It's always been the, the duo, um, so we'll, we'll see what the right. take on this is. But Colin, what, what are your kind of thoughts here? Yeah, full, first solo venture that is worth mm-hmm. uh, the quandary, Mike. Um, 
I'm happy Matrix is back, because they should be making Matrix stuff that isn't Space Jam, as we joked about before. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't look like Matrix. It's so colorful and vibrant. A lot of people totally. have really shouted out and said, oh, you know, Bill Pope, cinematographer, is back. Oh, you know, we, we this is what Blockbuster should look like. This is, wow, you know, look at all this color and saturation stuff. Um I don't know. I haven't even, like, you know, everybody's got their theories. I'm not even putting any stuff forward like that. I've put no brain power or thoughts towards, you know, is it going to be like this and stuff. I maybe I think you maybe guys just broke it open for me of saying, like, is Morpheus, like, is that a fake Morpheus because that's the Matrix trying to trick Mm. Neo into thinking Mm. it's going to pull someone saving him? And, you know, I guess there's 80 million ways you could go with it. Yeah, the big mystery, obviously, is, like, what happened in between the last movie and now that they're, like, they're all dead. back in We the didn't Matrix. talk about the finale, but in the third one, he he's blinded and then killed. Everybody <laughs> dies at the end, basically. Right. <laughs> but, like, now they're all back in the Matrix, and they not, you know, they don't realize it. Well, here's, um, they're, they're having meat cutes in coffee shops. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I think a you? lot of what's in the trailer, they're trying to hide... Like, they're not showing a lot, obviously. And I think they're doing that purposely because it's more mysterious. So I think I'm going in with no expectations, basically, because I'm thinking that, like, like uh, you know, there's a lot of the movie that we're not seeing in the here's, trailer. Here's a question I have kind of regarding the third movie. Was it ever established that Zion and the real world was just another level of the Matrix? Or is that just a fan theory? Because that's well, what I'm really into. The fact that... Because Neo has the powers there. The fact that there. Neo can do powers. So it yeah, must be I the program. Really talks about the, the source code site after Neo loses his vision, the fact that he still sees our surrounding reality as source code to being, oh, he's in another layer. I don't subscribe to that theory, Mike. I don't know. I mean, I'm into it because I like the idea of, okay, we have these batteries, but some of them keep giving us problems. So what do we do? Let's just create <laughs> another level that makes them think they've broken out. And then they're rebelling, and right. then that, that's their favorite thing. They it's love Matrix rebelling, Inception. and they get all fired up. Their neurons go <laughs> yeah. crazy. Boom, more battery power. And yeah. it's like, we'll, well put punk rock on the radio. The one, oh, look right? at us. You know, revolt. Give me your money, right? It's like, we'll appropriate their revolution for ourselves. Like, that's another theme, maybe. Maybe I'm overthinking Totally. It. No, I, I agree with you, and I think it's, like, purposely open-ended. Yeah. The end of res- uh, revolution, so we don't know definitively. But I think maybe this new movie. I would like might clarity on that idea. Answer that because then it's like we just put a new yeah. cap on Neo, and he doesn't know it. We just put a lid on it, and he, yeah. but right. would that be satisfying it. to you, Mike? If if you found out the past three didn't really count, that was you know a bad dream, and you're still trying to maybe get that out is of that a snow globe. But I, I like it's it's so dark to think like we're fighting the good fight and it's like no you're not you're still all owned because as much as like in the real world like oh we're gonna be revolutionary and fight the government it's like we're all still kind of fucked like we're gonna be under some shit system right and it's like as dark as that is it's almost more realistic so maybe that's where i'm at also i'm a pessimist so totally (laughs) i have a couple just other thoughts about the trailer one thing is um i think everyone kind of just agreed that uh, Keanu Reeves looks better with long hair and a beard. Yeah. So they're just like, you know, just keep uh, that. Going. Worth talking Matrix about, Jacob, because we got the Bill and Ted where they were like, let's see what that face looks like. It's been a couple years, Keanu. And I think everybody's reaction <laughs> was, let's get that hair growing back. Grow that Distinguished John Wick look. Yeah. And it works for him. So, you know. Uh, and my other thought is, do you guys, 
wish that Hugo Weaving was going to be in this new one, or do you think it's you know Agent Smith has kind of played out and they they should do other stuff? Do you it think he's like another person from Mindhunter? Casting facts could Why? be. <laughs> I think notoriously Hugo Weaving kind of hates some of the roles that he's most famous for because right. he kind of sees himself as a serious actor who wants to do like plays and stuff and he's mainly known for being in lord of the rings and the matrix all these kind of nerd properties he did cloud atlas jacob here's he's still working with this is my patented segment called casting facts and um it turns out hugo weaving was apparently into doing the movie but he had a conflict with a live theater performance during the production Mm. yes i think that's what i was thinking Instead of like delaying productions, Lana was just like, "Ah, eh, forget about it. We'll just we'll just make the movie for resurrection." <laughs> yeah, rather wait on this play than be in the new Matrix movie. Well, he didn't want to let the play people down. You know, it's like there's like an honor yeah, to the theater. Yeah. So yeah. I also That's read a great interview with Joey Pants because he had that new Bad Boys movie that came out, you know, where he's like part of that franchise. And they were like, are you going to be in the new Matrix? He said, you know what? I texted both the Wachowskis and said, I'd love, I know I'm dead. Cypher's dead, but I'd love to be back. They sure. haven't texted me back. Oh, man. <laughs> like, oh, I'm right. sure he thinks about the first one, the sellout. Uh, <laughs> he is, he's a great villain for sure. He's so like, yeah. good. What a shit heel, yeah. yeah. He just wants that steak. Um, question about the trailer. He's calling all the Computers, whores. Oh my god! Ninety nine. I what I think is uh, interesting. I don't, I don't. I just saw this on the internet. I don't even know if this is true. Um, there's a quick shot where you see the little Indian girl from the third or second or third movie, all grown up. So like, how much continuity the program? do you think? Yeah, hmm. yeah. There's a quick shot where. I saw someone put those two side by side. Well, that's what happens when you install a Windows update. It just gets a little bit older. <laughs> it, it just goes up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, like, I'm, I'm curious. Let me hit I'm a little worried about, like, is it going to... I watched these movies less than three months ago. Am I going to have to watch them again before this new movie to understand what's happening in this movie? Like, I'm worried about some assumed right. knowledge. They're infinitely rewatchable how for much me. Like, I'm good. How are they doing? Now that I did that binge this weekend, I'm good for the but new But for movie. people who... For December? Who didn't grow up with it, will Maybe. this movie be doing a lot of legwork <laughs> yeah. to reintroduce elements? They're going to have to. Yeah. Force Awakens it a bit. Yes. It's, now, it's guys, reboot. it is... Rebooted is my favorite title. It is title. 12... Twenty two, twenty one, a great palindrome release mm-hmm. date, and this is an HBO Max exclusive. This is a day and play theater uh, to streaming as well. Wow. It's Christmas. Are you guys going to the theaters to see Matrix? Are you just watching this at home with your family? Watching it. Watching home. this at home. <laughs> if it's at home, I'm yeah. watching it there. Well, I wonder well, if, if it's uh, an option, dog. I'm, I'm watching yeah. it at home. I'm wondering. Drunk so out of recently, my mind. Disney announced that they're like the. The rest of their movies this year, they're going to be only in theaters for a certain amount of time because I think, you know, they got sued by, you know, Scarlett Johansson and all that. And they just don't want to get sued again. So, like, all right, we'll just put them in theaters. I wonder if uh, HBO and Warner Brothers will do something similar to that with some of their later movies. They have built so much of their marketing for the last year around the fact that you can watch them same day. So, like, I feel like I feel like they're too in because Disney like did not make those promises at all. Like, there was never a promise okay. that Shang-Chi or Eternals or Spider-Man, especially right. not mm-hmm. Spider-Man, were ever going to be coming to the platform first. Like, that was not on the table at all. Warner Brothers, on the other hand, like, they've made that their marketing. 
contracts in place. I feel like that's a recipe for you're asking for you know a box office disappointment, like with Suicide Squad. We're going to get it with Dune, I think. It's going to be a but big disappointment. Here is the argument that Joe's put forth in the past is that what you're losing in box office today, you're gaining in loyalty for tomorrow. You're getting people into yeah. your properties that otherwise wouldn't be into them because and, Disney's and taking maybe. over the premium market right now. And Mike, you know, when we're texting each other that 22nd afternoon, you know, almost Christmas morning, the thing that will be trending on Twitter will be, you know, whatever the secret of this film was, it will be hashtag Morpheus is back. It'll be whatever. Mm -hmm. That is almost more important than did you see it? Yeah. Yeah, And and that's pretty much I'm telling you, the 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 measurement of success has got to change. I think Dune is yeah. going to be a casualty of that war. Um, ah. I, do, I, I would put money on right now. We're not getting Dune part two. I don't know if you guys oh, saw. I know this brilliant. is like a tangent, but did you guys see the uh, interview where Dennis was like, yeah, I wanted to shoot them both back to back. Warner Brothers wouldn't let me. So like we did that I with the Matrix. Yeah. It didn't the really work one. out. I think you're probably right, Joe, but I'm hoping that like word of mouth will be good enough that like people will be it's like, Keanu. okay, well, let's go see this. Or the, the studio will be like, okay, we'll make part two because I feel like that'll be a real disappointment for a lot of people. Diehard fans. You know, that's why I'm, yeah, people have been wanting a, a Dune movie for a long time mm-hmm. and the, the David Lynch movie, you know, had its own problems so but that's i know that's a weird tangent to throw on the end of this but since we're talking about the release schedule like i think it's going to be great for the matrix it's going to re-energize that property uh you're going to see streams on the other ones going to go up you're going to get people buying t-shirts and shit like that that they weren't before dune i think is just going to be a casualty of that war i mean already we've seen probably right with this trailer like the matrix trilogy i think jumping into the top 10 on apple movies and stuff like like just the trailer alone has gotten people hyped and re-watching the old ones so that's pretty awesome and they promised every movie in 2021 so until january 1st hits they're gonna deliver on that i don't think they can walk back on that you know what i mean like they made that their thing Disney, it was like a surprise. You know what I mean? They were like, hey, you could pay 30 bucks and watch Black Widow or, or Mulan or Shang-Chi and like, or not Shang-Chi. Peasant. Um, yeah. But yeah. only until but they, we can force a, you into a theater. Yeah, until it's safe to exactly. extract your money. But they made $100 million off of uh, Black Widow on Disney Plus alone. So like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. How much money do I you mean, need? Personally, I feel, I feel personally fine about going to a theater, wearing a mask, I'm vaccinated. I sit in the theater with the mask on. I feel totally fine, basically. So I would, you know, maybe I'll, I'll go see Dune in theater. I'll go see Matrix in theater. Sometimes Why it's not, not even like Boy, a safety wow. thing. It's just I want to wear pajamas and watch yeah. this. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I pay ten bucks a month rewatch it. to do yeah. it. Like, I, you know, I pay I pay money every month to you. And these are this is what I'm getting in return. Yeah, every true. once in a while, you put out something that's brand new for me. I mean, that's what Netflix was doing before, so... Yeah, and I mean, 2022, we'll see probably a shift that we might go back to more traditional model, but HBO has just kind of been building that goodwill, and uh, I'm excited to see a property like The Matrix coming back, especially, you know, with Disney Plus dominating kind of everything um, for the past year. I mean, Netflix is still kicking the most ass, but as far as premium, I think, premium level content, it's been Disney and really no one else except for... Godzilla, Mortal Kombat, and now The Matrix is kind of what Warner Brothers is bringing to the table. So, 
Um, right. Hopefully it does well, but yeah, box office might be an issue, but we'll, we'll have to wait and see. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I agree with you guys. I think Dune is going to be the real casualty in that regard. I do. Where it's like, sorry. it's harder to get people invested in kind of like a new IP that most people aren't familiar with, even with all the big name actors that they have in that movie. We'll see, but I think Matrix is more safe due to the hey, you know, yeah, the, new the IP. Joe and I wouldn't have watched Malignant if it wasn't on HBO Max. Yeah. You know, That's the, true. it could That's get true. new people. Like Joe said, you know, driving up streams to the other stuff. Guys, what we have to admit, it's going to be 2022 soon, 1999. This is a 23-year-old franchise. This is yeah. this is an old movie. Mm-hmm. Okay, they the, what sure. it needs is fresh eyes and fresh blood. And I, I I hope young people do look at the new one and don't go like, oh, the John Wick guy my grandfather likes in those action movies is making another action uh, movie. Mm-hmm. Great, right? That would break my heart. <laughs> it's an interesting world. I, mean, I think what they really the kids will think that kind of to be. What everyone needs to remember is is you know just like the spoon, there is no box office. So just enjoy what we get right. when we get it, where we get it. I am on demand. You know, <laughs> yeah. Well, speaking of on demand, we've been on demand because you demanded that we talk about the Matrix movies. Some of you did. That's right. So baby. we're gonna go ahead and get into our final thoughts about the Matrix. Right now, a normie's like us. Pull me out. <laughs> Dejack me. <laughs> Dejack me, dude. We're back. We're talking final thoughts in the matrix as we're uh, about to try to escape zion and get back to the surface uh and until right. i drop my car keys at the here. rave hold on let me get a good him. Ooh. would you guys uh partake in uh the orgy that happens in this film <laughs> no of course of course it, well first of all all of our names are something like my name is like zytax <laughs> <laughs> Torrent. Yeah, uh, and I'm like, hey, Torrent, are you going to the orgy later? And you're like, no, I have to grow more uh, seafood and kelp and like algae that we eat for dinner. Yeah, and I'm like, all I right, have to see mend ya. my uh, tattered clothes, so I don't know if I can make it today. <laughs> so, what, sorry, what about you, Lightning tear. Bolt? I really think Torrent is probably the best Matrix name. And for sure, I, I hope it's in the new movie. Um, well, I would be you know, Space Bar Winamp uh, I don't know Winamp <laughs> HDMI <laughs> Fair share Get over here HDMI it's, it's just I, I have a feeling like Like five years from now Somebody's gonna be like Aim. Like your whole life was a lie Wake up It's me Your girlfriend <laughs> yeah. Amber uh, Ingrid Michelson <laughs> And I'll be like What do you mean? And she'll be like Remember I'm always sending you messages And I'll be like Oh my god I'm dating Amber Aim. Aim Get is a up, very Deutsch good coin, name Don't you know? <laughs> What's up, Bitcoin? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, it, it if there's not crypto I, in this movie, I'm in a riot. Yeah. Well, that's another thought I that's had about Dogecoin. the trailer. He lives on the moon. <laughs> I did. So, so we have with so for instance, you know, Star Trek. We yeah. had uh, in the '90s, technology was very different, right? Yeah. Yep. So now that we have these new Star Treks, it's the same universe, but technology looks a lot different. It's a lot more like holograms and stuff. I'm wondering if the new Matrix movie, if that's going to be a thing, because 
you know, computers and technology are so much different than they were. We back said at the beginning of the episode, the we different. had dial up when the first movie yeah. came out. Yeah. I, I hope not. You know how happy I'd be if like they open up the new one and they're like, by the way, in this universe, we didn't let the, the humans know what the internet is. That was too dangerous. So <laughs> right. they just, they just, they, they're still using maps Farmers. to get places. It, it was uh, fine they until cash. they just started fighting with each other in comment section and self-destructed. The whole thing yeah. went terribly wrong. Uh, yeah. Everyone was putting pictures of their feet on the internet and buying it with fake money. It was the too much. was a mistake. Yeah. Yeah. We, we, the robots decided that you guys don't get that. We no put more. them back in werewolf jail. It's too, <laughs> too much. <laughs> Dog, put me I in werewolf jail. Well, movies, kids will be like, what's a payphone?" Uh, yeah, that, exactly. Right? And now it's going to be like, well, what do you mean? Why would I have to go find a phone? I have one in my pocket. It's connected <laughs> yeah, to Wi-Fi. Wi-Fi all this stuff. I'm on Wi-Fi. <laughs> yeah. You can't get out, dude. Right. Uh, Your Siri's not going to help you. Um, <laughs> that's why they took away all yeah. our ports on everything. Oh, my God. That's why wireless is happening. I'm always going to have a plugged-in phone uh, <laughs> at any time. Pick it up every morning just to make sure. Um, I guess jumping in final thoughts for The Matrix, right? Like... You know, we've been saying really influential, kind of inspired by, and after that, inspiring many, many different things like, uh, you know, Equilibrium, the, the gun or the gun kata kind of stuff that's coming oh, yeah. from, you know, John Woo, you know, action, Hong Kong action, the double fisting guns akimbo. A lot of that stuff is getting rolled into this. We were talking Shang-Chi, kind of Kung Fu becoming mainstream. The Matrix is a big part mm-hmm. of putting all of that stuff into one package and delivering it to the masses. And it, totally. in a very strong way, especially that first movie, the, the mystery and the amount of uh, interesting world that they leave out yes. there just just under the surface. It's like really engaging. So I'm excited to see how they upgrade and adapt this world for a new generation that hasn't seen it because it is a really fun playground. And the amount of stories like the Star Wars universe that you could tell in this universe that aren't even related to Neo or Trinity is really interesting. That's why we had the Animatrix. So. I hope they can at least yes. revive the idea. And that's why I'm uh, interested with the new movie. Also, Keanu should have gotten a haircut. That's just my <laughs> opinion. He could have kept the beard. He could have kept the beard, but short hair. Yeah, wow. he just too much. He looks too much like John Wick to me. That's all. But excited to see it. Um, John Joe, Wick's just another Matrix. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I'm with you. I love that first movie. I really do. I think um, one thing it doesn't get enough credit for, and it didn't necessarily stick, but for a while... You know, if you look at, like, the bad boys, the lethal weapon, um, there were no straight action movies. There were action comedies, and that was kind of the only genre of action movie. Hmm. This was an action mystery, body horror. It had different genre elements that weren't getting enough play mixed in with the action. Um, I, I love that. Not that I don't love action comedies, too, but it was something so refreshing. Um I hope the new movie can kind of bring back that refreshing taste, like something different. I really don't want it to feel like an MCU movie. I don't want it to feel mm-hmm. uh, like what we're seeing now. I want it to make me as inspired as I was when I saw the first one. So I am, you know, cautiously optimistic about it. I love the franchise. I'm excited it's back. I'll be tuning in uh, day one. From home. As will totally. I. Totally. Totally. From home. <laughs> Very cool. Colin, I agree with Jacob? I agree yeah, with take what, it away. Oh, sorry. Not to steal the Well, you're an thunder, agent. But, uh, you knew whatever you want. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I agree with uh, what you're saying, Joe. Like, uh, it's, uh, I would love it if it, uh, you know, is doing something different 
And I think the the Wachowskis, they have that that uh, very uh, uh, original style. So I hope they, they can keep that. Some of their later projects are, are a little out there, so I hope they can kind of contain it and uh, make, a, make a classic again. Because I think The Matrix, the first movie, is totally a classic and it's like just every scene is iconic and like i said it could have been a standalone movie and it would have been perfect uh, i didn't need sequels the sequels i don't mind them i think they're they're fine uh but yeah so i'm hoping it's a, i'm hoping it's a good movie basically here's hoping colin how about you yeah I'll, I'll bring it back to the original point we brought up top of you know they're very that first movie is so pre-9-11 because it is so sincere. It is, you know, very honest to what it wants to be. Joe, you're right. saying you don't want it to be like Marvel movies. You know, it couldn't be further apart, you know, that, that original style or what the Wachowskis do from what we currently consume and, and, and go through. And I think the reaction to this fourth trailer of, oh, well, that looks kind of weird, is... A modern audience not being prepared for it. Mm. So when you hear those lines like the trigger or the, the the fact that Neil Patrick Harris's cat is named Deja Vu, we've seen stuff in the trailer that they're actually watching the movie The Matrix at one point. Mm. There's a lot of stuff in this that's scary, mm. you know, uh, and I'm into yeah. it because I loved it. I, I loved all those things Mike said that were inspired by it. Equilibrium. Um, you know, I'm not kidding about Hugh Jackman as Van Helsing. Why was a vampire hunter wearing a black trench coat with two guns after The Matrix came out? I'll tell you why. Because uh, some producer was like, have you seen these movies about the internet that my grandson won't shut up about? Make them like that. Mm -hmm. Right. (sighs) I don't know. Oh my God! How could we even not? That's that that's is a the Matrix. Huge. That's the one. Yeah, I mean, it's well, it's the going like yeah, the vampire Matrix. We should, you Whoa. know, let's just <laughs> fucking tie those movies together. Kate Sale is like, I was actually the one in the fourth Matrix where the lichens and the vampires <laughs> and were born. Yanked me out of the Matrix. I just woke you up. If that happens, yeah, like, you will find me jacking off in a theater. <laughs> so I want you to know this. I will get arrested Paul Rubin style, Pee Wee oh, style, no, right. going to Matrix 5, a.k.a. Underworld 7. Wow. <laughs> that would be amazing. Uh, I, I know it's you know, streaming on makes HBO, the question. being in public, half the thrill. <laughs> I gotta go to the theater <laughs> just for that. Yeah. Why um, did he go there? Why did he check in? He um, didn't buy a ticket. You know, it's also cynical to say we're in a time where there will probably be more spinoffs, regardless of how this goes. Mm-hmm. There were competing scripts. They wanted the Wachowskis. Zach Wentz, the writer of the first Thor, a lot of Marvel movies, first class, a lot of stuff. Uh, he did his own competitive. And I think WB is keeping that in-house as an option to keep doing these things. Mm. I don't know. Again. I don't want it showing up on Space Jam. I would prefer there's more movies. I would prefer that there's an Animatrix 2 or, a, you know, whatever and whatever. So keep it going. I don't care. Well, Colin, I have another interesting fact about this new movie, yeah. too. It's co-written by David Mitchell, I believe, who was the – he's an author who wrote the book 
Cloud Atlas that the movie is based hmm. on. They uh, adapted it with him. He had never written a screenplay before. He, you know, that that book is so mammoth. And then, yeah, I think they were just so touched about him. I think he's done some work on uh, on their show as well. So uh, maybe he's the third Wachowski. I, I don't know. Right. Hmm. Uh, but what you're saying about the, the first movie, Trinity. I also wanted to say. Um, you know, it's so funny that such a different time when that movie was made, like you said, pre-9-11, where the biggest fear that Gen X kind of had in the 90s was basically having an office job where you kind of do the same thing for eight hours a day. Yeah. Being now, forgotten. with everything that's going on now, you know, that doesn't sound so bad, actually. You got a steady paycheck. Uh, you don't have to worry about shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, does it, you know, give me that fucking steak, Joey Pants Cl- style, man. Plug <laughs> me in, baby. Jacob's yeah. out here sleeping. Would you be, yeah, would you be with Joey Pants eating steak, or would you be, like, trying to fight the good fight? I would be I, eating Mike, all the steak. I, I wouldn't I want mean, anybody to see world. me hairless, Mike. I, the, the entry point of getting out of the thing, I'd be like, oh, it's yeah. not worth it. I, want yeah. the not me, dog. I, I am shitty. in that sweaty, gross orgy all the way, dog. <laughs> <laughs> I got fucking tattoos running up and down my entire body they, they call me hdmi i'm i'm not doing anything <laughs> do but you guys know hdmi robots. asta yeah. captain of the nebuchadnezzar 2 <laughs> he's yeah. so yeah. cool deathly hollows I don't, I'm yeah. 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 <laughs> oh man that's great yeah why not just stay in the matrix man the, the real world's kind of shitty there's it's like dark it's like grimy gross as yeah. said at the beginning, we could be living if in a simulation this is our now. Matrix, I feel like this Matrix is kind of shitty. I want one where I, I get to fight vampires well, this is the one and where zombies they and on the uh, natural disasters and plagues and stuff. <laughs> sure, yeah. like, uh, Relax. <laughs> right. God. They do not like the office. All right, let's. Offices are no more. They can't go anywhere. Yeah. Leave them in there. No one's allowed in an office. Yeah, true. Right. Oh, correct. Right. It's when you're playing SimCity and you're like, should I just try to kill everyone in this town? No. <laughs> you bring the, you drag let's, the let's hurricane over. This. Yeah, that's yeah. what's going on. Um, yeah. But hopefully we'll all make it out. Um, <laughs> I don't know what else to say about the Matrix, but uh, the idea but is... Hopefully yeah. we'll all make it out, kind of yeah. sums it yeah. up. Let's do it. Well, Normies. we made it out of this episode, yes. Yes, let us know. Reach yeah. out to us at normies underscore like underscore us at our socials. Watch our YouTube as well. But say like, um, you know... Matrix is important to me because X, Y, and Z. What's your favorite parody? What's your, you know, what's your, what's your Matrix? If if you don't like this stuff, because we would be surprised. And, come and on, why you is it? No, you're gonna watch number four. Mm-hmm. Yeah, why? Why is movie, it? Obviously. Uh, oh, you get your episode host. on it first. So. <laughs> True. Yeah, obviously. And if we do an episode on it, normies, it's important. Absolutely. <laughs> That's why you come here. <laughs> and we have been your host. This is Colin Eo. This is BitTorrent. <laughs> HDMI <laughs> and this is Jacob a runner <laughs> <laughs> I am right. a sentinel <laughs> jacking out normies bye jacking out <laughs>